the Nitty Gritty, episode uh, 41. Today we had on a lovely couple, Kyle and Michelle Shumway. Yep. The Shumway show of Rad Swim, the creators of Rad Swim. They're starting a new big and tall line for me, I heard (laughs) today. So that's exciting. Swimwear company. They do a lot. Yeah, they do a lot. Their daughter has a clothing line. Got their hands in all sorts of things. So, so three three YouTube channels now. Yeah. The plane crash story at the Which end was might end blow up on your its mind. Own podcast episode. I think it needs to. In but itself, very inspiring story. Entrepreneurial. Another cool husband, wife, business yeah. owner, partner. You know, they, they were fighting a lot with compliments. Like, <laughs> you know, they they're both kind of modest, and so the other person would brag for the other person. Yeah, and it was pretty cute. Yeah, I liked it. So they were good people. So we hope you enjoy it. Hope you enjoy it. Check out. Remember, code nitty gritty for perk. If oh you yeah, need some perk. Because I perk. almost ran out this morning. Oops. Oh really? Yep. Ooh, that's not good. Yeah, and keep subscribing. Keep sharing. Hope you guys liked last week's. It was that I just listened to it this morning. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So enjoy it. Thanks, guys. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Nitty Gritty. We are here with the world famous Kyle and Michelle Shumway. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's quite the introduction. So world famous. We have a lot of fun stuff to talk about today with you guys. I feel like it's going to be hard to condense it into one episode. So we're going to do our best, though. How long are your episodes usually? Oh, probably like an hour. Okay. It's kind of been... I don't remember the last time we only were an hour. We're only going to need... It's been like 90 minutes lately. If we go an hour, I'm wearing three, three and a half, what, almost four layers. I might sweat through all four of those (laughs) if we go the full hour, and that's okay. We're just going to start stripping layers as we go. Yes. So... We originally met you guys through Betsy Mike She made us the introduction and said, you guys have got to have these guys on the podcast. We love the Mike Sells. So for sure. Thank you for coming on. And you guys have all sorts of stuff going, but mainly you have, they are the co-founders of Rad Swim, right? That's correct. The Swim, the swimsuit company, the founders. Really? Yeah. See, this is my, my job on the podcast is not to know anything. So I can just like (laughs) come up with, you know. Fresh, I don't know, and have genuine like excitement. Yeah, organic. Yeah. Like, wait, you Whoa. really? I what stare in there do? every time I'm at Fizz. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like there's some cool stuff in the window. Why well, yep. have you come in? That's my question. Well, I haven't seen any big and tall signs yet, so yeah, we do have some just double and feelings. triple extra large men's suits. <laughs> then I'll come in. Yeah, I'll make sure we've been staring at you in the Fizz Dude, we'll drive through line. <laughs> Why is he coming in? <laughs> just like just pointing to yeah. them out the window. <laughs> we'll so, hang those up in the window from now on. There'll be curtains for you. It'll be great. <laughs> so how did you guys start with that? I mean, we got a lot of other stuff we'll get to, but I'd like to just start with there. Like, where did that f- idea first start? When did you know you wanted to start a swimsuit company? Michelle has a really good story. Michelle, take it away. Well, it's actually kind of a spiritual one. So hopefully that's okay. okay. Of course. Um. So it... Kind of, it was just a really strong feeling I had. Um, we had four, we have four daughters and we wanted to have a fifth baby and um, that ties in a little bit, but out of the blue, as we're like, yeah, let's have a fifth baby. Out of the blue, one day I just had this really strong feeling to start a modest somewhere company. And I literally jumped out of bed and I was like. And she was on bed rest. Was I in bed rest yet? Maybe. But the pregnancy, I ended up being on bed rest for a long extended period of time, which is where I just started building the company because I was like, I had this strong feeling to do it and I don't know how, but I'm just going to do it because that was the feeling I had. And luckily- out of nowhere. I mean, had you had any experience in fashion or clothes or anything like that before? Not fashion or clothes, but I do love business. Like I've always just loved business ideas. And maybe I got that from my dad. He owned a business and just inspired me. And um, luckily, I have a supportive husband who, instead of just being like, that's random, he's like, okay. Like, just totally supportive the whole time. So I found my manufacturers while I was on bed rest with this pregnancy. And um, uh, we, we you took make out that, a loan. You make that sound so easy. Oh, yeah, I just found some manufacturers. Well, I just kind of, this is my goal. My goal was I'm just going to work on it 10 minutes a day. I was like, I don't know what to do, but I know if I just work on it at least 10 minutes a day, we'll just see what happens. Okay. And um, it, everything was so meant to be. Like, I just found the perfect manufacturers actually really quickly. And how did you do that? 
You know, I just I just started with like researching different and just getting samples. Like, okay. hey, send me a sample of what you can make. And and then once I found some that I loved, I just stuck with them. And I still use those same manufacturers We today. had a little bit of a history oh. in sourcing product. Prior to this, we had a stroller company where we had mm-hmm. to find a manufacturer for that. And so, so we, yeah, I just we had a little Kyle. bit of a, yeah, a little bit of background. Yeah. And her dad did, you know, car parts. And so we kind of had watched him and a little bit of his sourcing process. So, yeah. So you kind of just kind of came from that. You had that entrepreneur side kind of built in, it sounds like. Totally. Like in junior high, I wanted to start a board game business and a bowling alley and just random. <laughs> <A> like, <bowling. laughs> I just had Obviously. random business ideas, I guess. So where but. did the, I mean, so we've had, we've, we've talked to some fashion designers in here, but it seems like there always was like an experience that made them go like, okay, I, we need to create this. Like, was yeah. there something that happened it or something like that? Right. Like, it, and that's anything like that. Like anything that just said like, okay, all these bathing suits are skanky. I need to build <laughs> there, some, some better swimsuits. There definitely was some of that actually. Like I, I just remember being on Pinterest and seeing a Victoria's Secret swimsuit and being like, uh, that is so cute. Why can't it be modest? Right. It had like a sequin top. And so that was one of my first swimsuits. So I was like, let's make a sequin top to one piece. Okay. And I So just, you wanted to make one pieces more, more fashionable. More fashionable. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. necessarily like we couldn't find a modest bathing suit. It was more just they're kind of boring. Right. Okay. I just wanted more. And then it kind of turned into um, also a tween. Like I really wanted to market to the tweens and the teens who right. I felt like needed more modest options. You know, right. there's just a lot of little kid things in big sizes, but not a lot of grown up mature modest things for littler sizes huh. so that's smart that's well and that's the thing they're so now. conscious now about how they look you know with social yeah. media and stuff even in middle school and like early high school it's like yeah i don't want my daughter wearing a little bikini but that's what a lot of them are doing so yeah if you can give them a good looking alternative yeah that's modest that's huge yeah we've got it we've got a lot of cute tween suits so well i know that i i know that taya it's like we can't go to fizz without her asking to go into rad yay oh, nice. anyway that's cool awesome. that i'm happy how old is that. that's your daughter yep she's 12 12 she's my oldest bring her in i'll hook hey. her up oh my gosh she would freak out <laughs> yeah when you were designing them for the tween specifically, did you have your daughters in mind? I mean, is that kind I of did. why you were doing it? It's like, I, yes. I want to create something that they're going to be able to use. Yes, that. And also, I just, a lot of our business has just been run by intuition, just really strong feelings. And I've always loved the youth. I don't know why, but I just, I love teaching the youth in church and just being around the youth. And I just feel passionately about also having a place to maybe hopefully inspire them. So a lot of it isn't just about clothing. Um, I like having a platform where I can put out goodness and light and right. hopefully inspire young people too. That's awesome. So. What age group do you teach in Sunday school? Right now, 15 and 16 year olds. Hey, yeah. I'm 13, 14. Oh, I it's love It's like a rodeo every other week. <laughs> My gosh. It's the best. They're fun, They're so but man, now I've like inherited three kids from your age group uh-huh. they don't like their teacher so they just started showing up to mine and that's how you know you're good oh my gosh <laughs> i have like 14 kids in there anyway that's are you good. bringing treats luckily the other guy remembers because i always i mean i forget to do my lesson until like halfway through sacrament meeting yeah. so yes. let alone yeah. remembering treats let the spirit guide <laughs> that's <yeah>. right that's <laughs> right so how did it go from 10 minutes a day to like actually launching a business like how long were you just kind of casually doing it and how quickly did it become kind of an obsession, a passion, a business? I love that you ask that because that is exactly, um, it did not, the 10 minute thing did not last long because I could not believe how much I loved it. I can't believe I haven't been doing fashion my whole life because of how much I just, and it's even still like it's, I think about it so much, it's crazy, but it's because I love it. And I really feel like Heavenly Father knew that I would love that and I feel like it was just, that's part of the inspiration behind it. And I guess I'd never really finished the story, but we ended up losing that baby. It was a boy and he was born 15 weeks early. Um, My water broke and uh, he went straight to the NICU and didn't survive. He lived for 12 hours, Um, but 
it's so interesting to me just to see the big picture and to know that it was part of the plan and that it was okay. Heavenly Father gave me something to then look forward to and something else to grow. So we launched Red Swim technically like three months after Rock. we lost Rockwell. That was his name. Wow. Isn't that, I love it because we talk a lot about you can assign meaning to events, mm-hmm. you know, something like that is extremely sad and tragic, but you were able to assign a different meaning to it. You know, you just said, yeah, it's part of the plan. I know that it was something good can come from this, which ended up being the business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very cool way to stay connected to him too. You know, just yeah. to rock that well. lives on. Yeah, totally. We have a suit named after him, the Rocky. That's oh, that's awesome. cool. Yes. And I, I just think that that was, like I said, it was just part of the plan. And it's cool that um, we were given this little tender mercy. I've always thought of Rad Swim like that. Like it's a sign to me that there's a God who cares about us and loves us and wants us to be happy. And he knows things ahead of time. And he, if we just listen to what he wants us to do, we'll be happy. Right. So. Very cool. Yeah. There's the spiritual side of it. <laughs> I like it. And my side of the story is that how did it go from one hour to much more? I think Michelle's being kind of modest in her long answer. I think she just, we realized quickly that she's really good at this. So we initially ordered, Michelle can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think two different swimsuits, about 300 suits each. And it was kind of scary because we... um we used a lot of our stroller money and we kind of reallocated it over to this and we're like, we took a loan out on our car. Yeah. Are these going to sell? (laughs) If not, can we sell them on Amazon? And like, so we're thinking about all these like alternative options, but we totally did not even need to. And it was in the glory days of Instagram when you could grow a lot really quickly. And that's, uh, we took advantage of that and people just became instant fans. So so is that how Good you started? Job. Like marketing was, that was your strategy was um, Instagram kind of yeah. full social? It was. And I actually, while I was on bed rest, I was like researching, okay, who could I collaborate with? And I had this friend who, well, she wasn't a friend at the time. I just was a huge fan. I don't know if you guys know Late with Kate. Oh yeah. She was on. Was she on? Yeah. I love her. Yeah. I tell her all the time, I feel like she's one of the reasons we succeeded because when I had like nine Instagram followers, I went to one of her like pop-up shops. And we're like, this girl has 20,000 followers. Yeah. And it was a huge number. That was oh, a big yeah, deal sure. back then. Yeah. And I remember being so nervous and Kyle gave me courage. He's like, just do it. You can do it. Just walk up to her. And I was like, hi, I'm starting a swimwear company. Would you like to design a swimsuit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you asked her to design a swimsuit? I asked her to design a swimsuit and I... Didn't know what I was doing, but she agreed. And we went to lunch and she designed the Kate. And just oh, having oh, her back me up, like gave me enough courage to just keep moving forward. And uh, I went and met with Call the Surf pretty soon after meeting with Kate, actually. And they picked up our swimsuits right away, all of them. Isn't the like entrepreneur community amazing? How everyone oh just gosh. kind of supports everyone. It's total abundance mentality. It's like, yes. oh, you're starting a business. How can I help? Yeah. You know, yeah. like it was so cool. That's so rad. Yeah. Rad. Literally, yeah. right? That's good. Yeah. It I just I especially this area. There's something about Utah. I feel like there's anyway, really grateful for all the help. And I love Utah is very supportive of women businesses too. I'm just wanna kind of throw that out there. Yeah. I think oh yeah. Cool. I mean our podcast is full of women business owners. It's been yeah. a lot of fun. Yep. So it's so great. I mean Betsy and I mean you guys are probably had them all on. They're they're so great, and I feel like they're so successful, and the community is really in support of that. Yeah. So, so Kyle, while this was happening, what were are you working full time doing something else while kind of she's no on I bed kinda, rest or no? So as as the bed rest was over and things got launched, so I built the website and I kind of helped with. Wait, some, back up! You actually were you were building custom furniture. Remember? I was. You were. So I was kind of starting to ramp up a new business where I um, I was going to build some custom furniture and then source it. I was going to import it from China. Um, and as I started getting into that and doing some more stuff, I realized quickly that, holy crap, Michelle's making tons of money. And so I just kind of put the furniture thing on hold. I'm like, <laughs> let's get, let's help her get this off the ground real quick. Oh, is this the furniture? Oh, Yeah, I'm just showing some pictures of his awesome furniture. This is, I haven't can't posted downplay. on there. He's so talented. I haven't posted on there in like eight years or something. Well, but yeah, I left that in the dust. This is Rad, Rad Swim started doing so well. Awesome. But anyway, just random stuff. But 
anyway, it was, it was cool. Cause I have a lot of just, I have a mixed bag of skills that just have lended themselves really well to Michelle's business. So I can build websites. I feel like I am pretty good with photography. Michelle's a great model. So that made a really good fit. Like I could take pictures, she could model. It and couldn't that's have gotten we- off the ground with Kyle. It really was just like he's saying, but he's being modest. He was like, he was building websites for people already just like freelance. Yeah. And so he's like, I'll just build your website for you. How convenient is that? Yeah. You know? And then he has this nice camera and he's like loving photography. And I don't know, we don't know what he's going to do with it, but he just naturally loved it. And so he just started taking pictures for us. Like we'd go on family vacations. He'd take pictures of me and the girls in our swimsuits and everything just worked together. That's awesome. Perfectly. I feel like they're fighting with compliments. Does <laughs> <laughs> no. anybody else sense that? It's <laughs> like, I feel like she's being modest. Like she did this, this, and this. And like, well, listen, Kyle's really talented. It's almost like they're taking jabs with compliments. It's really cute. I've never really seen that before. Anyway, I just thought I'd let you guys know that I saw that. Oh, thank you. Adorable. Did you guys have any concerns about being business partners? Were you worried about trying to have a line between family and business or is that something that you were even thought about? I actually thought it was the best because I always like, I am a tag along person wife and I always love to hang out with Kyle. Like he's my best friend and he's so much fun. So to me it was perfect. I was like, Hey, no, like you have to tag along with me. And I had been working (laughs) just at home doing the strollers and just doing the websites. And so, and strollers, she did a lot of that with me and we kind of had, worked together we'd probably started like five other small businesses before this together oh really so like what kind of stuff so the strollers uh swap meet (laughs) (laughs) it's interesting she brought that up i was thinking about it this morning that's why um i guess technically that is the first business we we started together we uh like a year after we married we moved to hawaii spontaneously and we decided to sell we had this idea if we could sell people's pictures on their shirts while they're on vacation, people might think that was cool to have their picture on their shirt. Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Looking back, it. it's the craziest idea. But we did it. We bought a printer. We put up a booth in the we swap. We set up a booth at the swap in Hawaii. And we sold two people shirts. We'll take your picture right now and come back in five minutes. We'll have a shirt with your picture on it. Oh Isn't my that kind of cool? <laughs> I mean, it could be cool. It could yeah. be. And I didn't know tourists went to swap meets like when they're in Hawaii. <laughs> Dude, it's but I love swap meet. Like I miss. I grew up in Southern California. It's like yeah. swap meet they're Saturday morning. Like you just you just go. Yeah. yeah. I wish we had that here. Oh, we started a wedding reception business. That was cool. That was taking yeah. off. And then the reception center got sold. Yeah, that was. We're sad. like, wait. Cancel the weddings. It's been sold. <laughs> there was one wedding scheduled. Anyway, that was yeah. funny. Just random stuff. Just totally random stuff. But anyway, I think all that kind of, yeah, helped prepare us to work together. So with all of those things, did you ever, were any of them, they, they might not have worked how you wanted to? Did it discourage you from trying something else? Or was it all just kind of motivation to keep trying to find the next thing? Really, it was kind of just for fun. Like, I just think business is fun. Yeah. And why not try new things? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. as long as your risk isn't, I guess, you know. Too put high. your life in too much jeopardy it's okay i think it's fun to take risks so we are definitely both risk takers so that works well did you ever have anyone be like all right no you guys need to stop you need to go try to do something else or kyle you need to go get a real job stop trying to start all these businesses or are people pretty supportive of all of the stuff you've been doing I think other people were supportive. And I think a lot of that criticism comes from inside. A lot of entrepreneurs don't necessarily have, like, especially the successful ones, they don't have a lot of the self-doubt, you know, but I I do. I have a lot of self-doubt and it's something that's kind of difficult to battle with and just kind of like have to get through it or whatever. But um, how have you been able to? Because obviously, if you just look from the outside looking in, I wouldn't guess that, right? Yeah. All the different businesses and the successes that you've had. Mm-hmm. I mean, so how, yeah, it was scary. how have you been able to do that? It was scary for a while. I mean, we were living like in Provo and we were live. we bought a duplex. So we lived, we lived in half of it and rented out the other half of it. And sometimes it was like, you know, am I going to be able to build enough websites to support 
or whatever to make the house payment or whatever. Or if we try this new thing, like doing strollers, are we going to be able to sell them or whatever? So yeah, it's, it's scary. Um, and a lot of times you just kind of have to wait till you're a couple months into it before you see if it's going well or not. But I, I think one thing that Michelle does really well with is she's so positive and she's so optimistic and it makes her such a good business owner. And I've been able to kind of like sign on to that and I'm sold. I just feel like if you feel passionately about something and you have a strong desire to do it, just follow that passion. I'm such a believer in that. I think one of my first, uh, the very first post on Instagram was a Steve Jobs quote. It was like, have the courage to follow your, I can't can't remember it exactly. Now I need to look it up. Don't let the noise of other people's opinion drown out. Your Your own intuition. It's not that one. one. That's a different one. I think it's just have the courage to follow your passion, something along those lines. Um, And it takes courage, but if you have the passion and the desire to do it, I think those are feelings that you shouldn't ignore. And you just never know where it's going to go. So... When did you guys know that rad was different than the other stuff you were doing? Like, when did you guys know, like, okay, this might be bigger. We're going to put more time, effort, energy, money into it. Like, when did that kind of point happen? I think like three months after launch. Yeah, I would say even before that. We like, launched as soon in as January. we sold our first couple suits, I was like, this is working. Like, people are buying these from just seeing it on Instagram. Holy cow, this is crazy. It was really encouraging seeing like Instagram comments, like, people are tagging their friends saying like, this is so cute. This is like one of the cutest one pieces I've seen and you have to buy this. And we, I think at one point we had like five or 6,000 followers and we did a giveaway and we got like over 30,000 comments. It just went crazy. 30,000 yeah. comments. And, and it, for like a brand new Instagram account, it was insane for smokes. us. Yeah. It was crazy. So we had like just a lot of good, a feedback lot of good support. Yeah. Support. A lot of good feedback. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, like how did, I guess, what was that progression? Like, like when did it really kind of take off like on the Instagram world? I mean, something that you have a specific suit or maybe you partnered with a specific person that kind of set you off or is it just kind of gradually you've just kind of built on top of each success? I, I would say almost more gradual. There were definitely things that I felt like jumpstarted us that Kate, collab was like my favorite one I always go back to. Um, <clears throat> but then I collaborated with a lot of other local people who were all super supportive and giveaways with, you know, called to surf and other companies like that really helped. Um, were you guys like social media people at the time? No, actually social media scared me. Like <clears throat> Kyle convinced were you me even he's like, on Instagram. I might have been, maybe I posted a couple times, but I just naturally feel like I'm kind of a shy person when it comes to stuff like that. But Kyle, luckily, he he gave me a lot of courage. He's like, "You well, you've got to post something of yourself wearing a swimsuit. And I'm like, okay. So I just remember we went to the garage and I was like, waist up, that's it. You know, maybe I can do that. And then just slowly just built up the courage to... Yeah, that's quite the jump from being <clears throat> private to here I am in a swimsuit. Oh my gosh. Here's the world. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and so I scary. will say this is not Michelle's thing. Being in front of the camera is not... She's just, uh, I don't know. She's just so humble. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think a lot of... A lot of influencers, it works well for them because they like kind of like showing what they're passionate about and especially in terms of like showing themselves or whatever. And that just does not come naturally to Michelle, which is a compliment. You know, she's she's very modest. So it's been definitely it's been crazy to see how far out of her comfort zone she's had to get just to post a picture of herself is so, so difficult. And then adding the the fact that she's in a swimsuit. Anyway, I just think she's had a lot of courage. Yeah, that'd be tough. Yeah. That would be really tough. Yeah. Man. Yeah, respect for We're that. We're about one. to invite you guys to a photo shoot, so build up your courage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say pass. Just, you do have that triple XL singlet bathing suit that yeah. I wanted to collab <laughs> with the Bam Bam. We'll call it the Bam Bam. The Bam Bam. The Borat. Totally. Yeah, the Borat. Oh, that would be so funny. So great. So, what types of things? I mean, have you been able to bring your kids into the business at all on yeah. the, on the swimsuit side? 
Um, so actually, it's been really fun to see our daughters be inspired by it. And actually, our oldest daughter started her own company. And they're still involved in Rad Swim. Like, they'll be in photo shoots, and they're super supportive with whatever we need. But to see them want to venture out and do it themselves is really rewarding to me. So my oldest daughter, our oldest daughter, Taylor, she's 14. She has her own clothing line. Oh, little really? Little plug, Taylor Nicole Apparel. And wow. she's designing suits for just youth and women. Design, not, not suits. suits, I say. Yeah, like dresses. Um, dresses and jumpers and shirts, just cute. So are you still kind of full-time designer? Like is that, so all the suits are kind of your babies? With Kyle. So Kyle does my graphic, my prints for me, which is so nice to have an in-house, you know, graphic designer. I don't know if I could let go of the design. That's how much I love it. Like I really, I'll wake up in the middle of the night and be like, oh my gosh, I've got to make this cheetah suit or whatever. It just, and I still pray all the time for inspiration on what to make next because I know that it's not like, like I said, I, I didn't go to design school and I don't feel like I'm the biggest fashionista, but I know that I can pray for help and receive guidance. And it's so fun to see that like happen. Yeah. So it's crazy to hear. I mean, you say that, and we've had other people who have either been in, you know, design Corey Stevens, who does Taft, the shoes. Yeah. I mean, he's He's cool. Corey's still like, I don't look at myself a designer. It's like, Corey, you are really good at designing. Yeah, like you He's obviously like the are the foremost a, a, shoe design men's shoe designer in the con- in the country. But like when you yeah. talk to him, he says, "I'm not creative." You know what I mean? And hearing you like, I don't. I'm, yeah. Who am I to be doing this kind of stuff? Right? Yeah. But you just put it out there, and you just kind of keep working at it. Exactly. So, yeah. do you have people who come to you and you know are looking for help or advice on getting started? And would you do anything different if you were? if you got that feeling today mm-hmm. about, Hey, I need to start a business. Yeah. Would you do anything different today knowing what you know than, than when you started? Actually, no. And no, isn't that weird? I can't think of anything I would change. I, I made a lot of mistakes, but I needed to make those to just to learn. And it's a trial and error process, but I appreciate all the failures that taught me how to be more successful, you yeah. know? And I, I'm glad I didn't know what it would turn into. I think I would have been scared. For sure. It was good that it started small and it was just kind of line upon line. And What was your goal when you started? Like, did you have, I want to make X amount of dollars? I mean, a very, <laughs> a very common theme in this room yeah. from these women business owners was, I just want to go to Target and I want to buy whatever I want. <laughs> and that was the whole reason I started my business <laughs> was that. to be able to go to Target. I mean, did you have anything in mind when you started on where you were trying to get or what you wanted to build? I'm trying to think if I did. Maybe I'm forgetting, but I honestly, I was honestly following just a passion and I didn't really know why, but I just knew I had to follow it. So it wasn't about money. It wasn't definitely not about like Instagram following or fame or anything like that. I just knew I was loving it. And I felt like I was supposed to do it for some reason. So, and I felt like, and now looking back also, I feel like it's led us um, in different directions. I did not think it could, it would. So because of our collaborations, we started collaborating with a lot of YouTubers and just sending swimsuits to these different YouTubers. And, and then we started to see the YouTube world a little bit. And, and Kyle started uh, a YouTube channel for our family. And that's brought our family so much joy and been so great. And I feel like things like that, maybe that was part of the line upon line. Like maybe, I still wonder sometimes why we started, like why we have Rad Swim. I'm still looking for the why, but not afraid to follow it to find out. And if it's for the YouTube channel, if it's to inspire maybe one person, I don't know. But just taking it day by day. That's awesome. We've inspired your daughter. I mean, it's huge. Yeah. How there's, cool is that? There's your, at least your one person, right? right. There, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> She's so, awesome. So the YouTube thing, so that came after you started Rad. Yeah. Like the YouTube channel and going that direction. The YouTube thing actually was started to get more exposure for Rad Swim. I was like, these, these YouTube influencers are like the most effective 
if we send them swimsuits and there's placement in a YouTube video, it works really well. In addition, they have like millions of subscribers. And I was like, if we just start like recording our family every day, we could, we could maybe get a big following. And then a lot of that would come back to rad swim and just grow that business as well. So it's just an alternative way to get exposure for our products and another way to get that's interesting you found that youtube was kind of more effective for you guys do you still find that like as you're doing collaborations do you still try to lean on youtube as opposed to instagram i'd probably say it's about equal almost i try and i try and utilize all the different platforms i actually love pinterest it's one of my favorite least time consuming um but yields great results i feel like youtube for our family, it's just mostly been a lot of fun and a great way to preserve our memories. Well, no, and yeah, I'm, I was going to say that's how it started, yeah. but it's definitely morphed into something way different. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's it's been great, and it's given Kyle an outlet for his creativity because Kyle is extremely creative. So he needs to so creative. It's <laughs> <laughs> like creative. You are so creative. So yeah. do you kind of head the YouTube channel and you kind of head rad as if you guys kind of split duties in at this point? Yeah, we help yes. each other with both, but mostly, yeah. So with the YouTube stuff then, is that, is it just basically like a, like a family vlog almost that you've turned into a channel or, cause like I've, I've checked, I watched some of them. I mean, you've had some, the one with the, your kids went to the store and like picked out the different things to jump into the pools. Yeah. And it's uh-huh. got over a million views. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't jump in the wrong mystery pool. So <laughs> yeah. we started out as a vlog and some vlogs, they grow really fast and they do really well. And I, I tried vlogging for like a year and it just wasn't really working. It's hard. YouTube's hard to get started. Definitely. And so after about a year, year and a half, I, I just took some time off and I, started helping Michelle again with rad swim. But then after another six or eight months, I realized I can't just quit the YouTube thing. So I came back, we kind of pivoted into a different style of channel. It's a little bit more of a challenge channel. It's less of a vlog. So now we do one, one video a week and it's usually a challenge style channel. And so on YouTube right now, one of the really popular creators is Mr. Beast. I don't know if you guys have seen him or not. Yeah. But we'll He's your next guest, right? I, yeah. I love Beast. So he actually just reposted something. We had a gold yeller. I don't oh. know if you guys know who he is. No. So he does like stop motion with Lego. Oh, cool. And he creates these little stop motion videos. And yeah. Mr. Beast just reposted. And he was like freaking out that oh my gosh. he had like put one of his videos up and stuff. So I would freak out. That's super <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah. That's great. We met him. Rock up. <laughs> I kind of want to start a Mrs. Beast channel. Yeah, Michelle's Just throwing to that out Mrs. there. If any Beast. girls listening want to start Mrs. Beast. With women? Yeah. Yeah. Women challenges. It'd be fun. <laughs> so is that what... I've, I've, so it's kind of... I'm the, not big on YouTube. I Honestly, I have not big on social in general. Like I got back on when the podcast started because I was like, this is probably cool. the only way yeah. to help people find out about this if we're going to yeah. do it. So still new to the whole social world. Well, a lot of our YouTube videos are kind of like that. So the last to leave, what are some of the last to leaves that we've done that have done really well? I'm looking at the bubble one right now. Last Last to leave a bubble. bubble. Yeah. Yeah. So one of our friends gave us a 10 foot like plastic igloo and we just played last to leave. You know, you just put the kids in there. And I think we played this one with them a little bit, but the, we put them in there. Last one to leave gets a hundred dollars. Mr. Beast does like $10,000 and a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> with our kids. We're like, you get a hundred dollars. Yeah. It is so fun, fun to see our kids be involved and just to wonder like what strengths it might be giving them and what it might be helping them with. Cause it's been our youngest is eight now. And I watch her just, heading up photo shoots with her little nephew, right? She'll take her, she'll take one of our phones and just have the most creative photo shoot session. And I'm like, I don't think that's normal, but I think she's so used to just, you know, being in photo shoots and being in front of the camera and it's, it's a part of her life. Yeah. Yeah. Now she has a little side job. Just total second nature. It's crazy. (laughs) I mean, our, my three-year-old, she knows how to work the phone and she's like taking pictures. I'm like, you do that better than I do that. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. But, I had a thought. How long have Rad? When did you start Rad? I don't think I ever um, asked. Let's see. Fall of 2014. Okay. Pretty much launched 
January 2015, okay. which we didn't like, we didn't know that would be the perfect month, month to launch, but it totally was like that's resort, you know, everyone's going on vacation yep. and, but so it's we not, just passed a five year yeah. mark. Yeah. That's pretty Last awesome. Month. Oh, we need to have a party or something. Yeah. And how long has the YouTube channel been going? Probably four years. What do you think? Yeah, three and a half. I mean, since we came back, it's been about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of more the what I look at. Because before that, we only had like 400 subscribers. So, What do you credit like the growth to? Was it a specific strategy? Was it you just... On YouTube? Yeah, you felt like one video just kind of hit and that took off or... Yeah, so when you're small, uh, when a video hits and takes off, it gets like a thousand views and you're super stoked. And YouTube is very, it's just like progressive like that. Like back in the day, like 10 years ago, people could be brand new and get a video to go viral on YouTube. And that's very rare now, like extremely difficult. So now it's just kind of like building on these small, these really small videos. And then it gets bigger and a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger to where... Yeah, some of our videos have have recently reached a million, which we're super stoked about. It's crazy. But that's taking time. It definitely takes years. I mean, some people grow faster than we do, but for us, it's just taken years. And that's a common thing now with YouTube. Well, that's the thing I think people don't realize is if someone's new to you now, they get on your social and they see 100,000 here, almost 200,000 there. They're like, oh, that's easy for these guys. You know, like they see the number of views you're getting and Mm -hmm. they're like, oh, I want to do that. And they go and they get 10 views on a video or a hundred views and like, oh, not going to work. I'm out. Yeah. And they go do something else, right? It's like, okay, that's not working for me because I'm not getting a million views. Yeah. Consistency is key. Yeah. You just 10 minutes a day or whatever it is for you. you But I think that's such an important lesson and all of our business owners have come on something similar. It's like, you just got to start, but more important than starting is continuing. Yes. And you yes. do it over and over and over again. That's a, it's that compounding effect that really starts to That's take. the lesson that YouTube has taught me is grit. Mm-hmm. You cannot just go in casually and just try it here and there and just work on it here and there. It's you need to just not quit. And also just know there will always be ups and downs. Like there'll always be times when you're like, this is too hard. Why am I doing this? I, I should just quit. You know, I think that's, I would imagine maybe that even happens forever, no matter how big you are. Because even at this point, some days I'm like, man, life would be so much easier if I wasn't running Rad Swim. Like maybe I should, you know, scale back or try and sell it or, but then I, I just remember the purpose behind it and you just keep going through the hard times. You just stick to it, you know? So what's next for Rad and what's next for the YouTube channel? Like what, what makes you guys excited right now? You, you, go yeah, okay. you go first. Yeah, you go first. So I've always had a goal to get my tween swimsuits into Nordstrom. Okay. I just would love them to be more accessible to more of the youth. And um, I just think it'd be super cool. So I've had my sight set on that. But I'll just, I'll be even if that doesn't happy, happen, I'll still be happy with the growth we've had and the journey we're on. So anyway, I have that like in the back of my mind, but... Do you want more storefronts or are you happy with Probably just not. the one? I love the one. It's just our flagship store and uh, I are online. I like online sales a lot. It's just really easy. Brick and mortar has taken more time. Which the store actually does pretty well. I thought it was it just does. going to be a, a cost center, but it actually is is profitable. So Yeah, because you see Shark Tank, people come on and they, they're successful online and they're talking about moving to brick and mortar and most of the sharks are like, no. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people said that to me too, before we opened it, they're like, are you sure? Like if you're succeeding online, why would you do that? Yeah. But once again, it was just a good feeling I had. And it also has freed up a little bit of time because I had a lot of people coming to my house, trying stuff on. So I felt like our house was being filled (laughs) with swimsuits and it was fun, like hanging out with all the moms, but I also just want to be a mom myself. And it had become a shipping warehouse. Yeah. That's that's cool. We do shipping. We were like swimming in swimsuits at our house. So it was time. Yeah. Yeah. You You guys were there before Fizz, right? Um, we, it no. was pretty close to the same time, but they were before us. Yeah, I was say, I, that's, yeah. that's like a good. That was a good oh, match right there. The drive-through right it's there so, with it's isn't all that women. Crazy? Like it's perfect. Yeah. So it was yeah. so meant to be. Totally. I totally. Just, and that's how everything I feel like has been. It's, it's like if you're in Utah and you're opening a soda shop, 
like I just I almost feel like you should open like you guys should have like a we should talk to Kevin and get you a so delicious franchise and That'd build awesome. another rad and like <gasps> combine Seriously? them. Because it's just like yep. instead of, all instead of ship and sip, it's swim and sip. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about the <laughs> ship and like sip that. place. Well, you know, it's funny. There's a shipping place right next door too. That's right. UPS stores is yeah. right there. <laughs> wow. I know, right? Look what we Couldn't just have did. Planned it better. Look what we just right. did. That's right. I love it. Smart. Yeah. Well. So what about the YouTube channel? What's what's exciting? Do you see it evolving more? Or do you want to just keep doing more and more of what you're doing? Yeah, so we're getting consistent growth on that channel. And I think in the summertime, because the kids will be out of school, we'll be able to go bigger on some videos. Um, when you say go bigger, make mean making more videos or well, just like... Well, right now we're limited to just one video a week. It's basically the extent of what me and what I can do with the girls. Like they have other time you know, time obligations and it's hard with them being in school full time at, at the one video a week. I feel like we're barely hanging on, but in the summertime we'll be able to go to two or three videos a week and maybe even do videos that, you know, sometimes they take all day to film. And now it's like, we're limited to like this three to four hour filming window, but that'll be cool uh, to have more time. And then the other thing we're doing is we've started two new channels. Michelle, has a vlog channel, a, a new family vlog channel where it is more like we're not daily yet, but it's more like a day in the life of. So it's Michelle. I'm sorry, it's not going to work because I knocked the camera out of her hand when I met her today. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> did it break? Oh my god! It still That's functions, what? right? This camera cannot be broken. <laughs> yeah, can't stop fate. I introduced no. myself, and all of a sudden I hear a crash. I look back, and there's a camera on the ground. I'm like, oh no! Oh, you don't even know. We were out of town a week and a half ago, and the kids were like, we were driving the golf cart. And we dropped the camera. So yeah, that's this camera. It's it's doing pretty well. Oh good. So there's so we have the vlog channel and then I have a channel, uh, just Kyle Shumway, where I'm gonna be doing more just like guy style stuff. So Like Mr. B style kind of no. So. No. <laughs> no, I just Maybe looked eventually. him up. I didn't know who he was. I, I'm sorry to say, but holy crap, he's got some videos, like the thirty thousand roses in in the house. Did you see that? No, I didn't see it. It's like I got thirty thousand roses for my girlfriend. Two big like box oh. trucks roll up, and they just oh they decorate the whole house like it's just covered in roses. He sets the standard high, right? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. He's 21 years old and he just gives away all his money and someone like, cool. passes out his credit card at yeah. Target or Walmart and just said, here you go, whatever you're getting, here's my card. Go ahead. Yeah. They said, what, 30 million what's million your views goal? Though, so he's making some bank. <laughs> he is, but he's giving it away. And he was asked, what is, what's your goal? Are you not in it for the money? He said, no, I, I just want to be number one. Wow. And so I think that's, I, he's swell on his way. There so. you go. Dang. Well, so before I want to pivot a bit, where can everyone find all of these things we've talked about? We've talked about YouTube channels and swimwear. I mean, so where's the best place to find all this stuff for you guys, for anyone who's listening? Okay. So for Rad Swim, we have a website, radswim.com. You can find us on Instagram, rad underscore swim. And then I'll let you share the... For YouTube, it would just be the Shumway Show. Okay. And if we're doing other stuff, we'll probably post about it there. And tag that's kind of the hub, accounts. though. Everything else kind of go from there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's correct. You can find Taylor's company through Taylor Nicole Apparel is her Instagram. I don't yeah. know. What else? We've kind of got a lot of random. <laughs> <laughs> you can we'll find me on. To, we'll post it all, too. Yeah, there will be post. links to everything in the show. We'll, we'll thanks, so. guy. All your links are on the, I just looked, the YouTube, like the, the front page of your YouTube channel. You've got all your. All the links. Cool. There you go. That makes it easy. So the pivot I want to make was intel from mr jason shammy he's like make sure you get kyle to talk about something and i'm sure you probably know where this is going all jason said in the text was kyle survived a plane crash ask him about it yes <laughs> i did and so it was amazing what happened um so it, i guess it depends on how much time we have but there's the really quick there's the nitty-gritty version like the five minute no um, well that's what jason said he's like you actually need another podcast it's just him to come on and talk about that and i was like well We'll see what happens with this. Yeah, because the truth is he'll do uh, like firesides and devotionals and it takes a good hour. It's wow. a story full of a lot of little stories and miracles. But I, I can definitely give you the, uh, not the quick, uh, not the quick version, but just kind of like the shortened version. And that the thing that I always try to start out with is 
there were just so many miracles that all just kind of added up to save my life. But the quick version is, um, we were flying up to Alaska for a fishing trip. Michelle's dad was a pilot. And so it was him. And then it was Michelle's 18 year old brother. And then my other brother, you guys married sisters, right? So yeah. me and this other guy, Ben Gunn, we married Stephanie's sisters husband. also. Okay. Yeah. So we married sisters also. And we were... I didn't realize that was Stephanie's husband. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. We were flying over the waters of Alaska and just flying through a storm. And uh, we ran out of gas. And so we had to ditch the plane and the waters in Alaska. Luckily, it was mid-July. So it's kind of like the warmest the water gets there which was 50 degrees oh. yeah so we so water you mean ocean yes well it's it was more of an inlet okay it was about 30 miles west of juno gotcha. uh, about a mile and a half off the coast of a random logging island called chichigoff island and so when when we crashed it was the sun which was just setting and we hit the water you know, with the door open, Gary had told us to open the door because you, you don't want to be stuck in a sinking plane. So four of us made it out of the plane alive and only two of us made it to shore. So it took us about a mile and a half. Yeah, it was a mile and a half swim. But, oh. you know, and you've got swimmers out there that are like, you know, I've got a guy, a couple guys on my swim team that swim the mile event. In you a know, pool. It only takes them like 18 minutes. With no current? Like, yeah, no. so there was the With current. The warm water. There was the warm. tide. Yeah. The current and the tide were the biggest factors. And just, just hypothermia was the right. number one thing. Oh. So. And the average person, you should tell them the stat real quick, can only survive... What is it? Um, I, I should just round about. Stat, it's like yeah, it's like the Coast Guard had some tips on, on their website about surviving cold water survival, and it, it basically just says, "Don't swim. Just huddle together in a group. Stay where you're at. You know, preserve your your warmth, your body warmth." And uh, I'm I'm just glad I didn't read any of that because the Coast Guard didn't show up i mean we could hear them way way off in the distance with helicopters but they weren't even anywhere close to us we later found out we were like way outside their search grid but also so, just to give you an idea of the temperature i think the average person only survives was it 20 minutes in water that cold yeah so i was gonna guess like 20 to 30 minutes and yeah and it was a good hour and a half yeah it was survived. like an hour and a half wow. yeah wow yeah yeah that's crazy it, yeah, I feel it was. like we need to do a different episode where we can dive into it. If you ever want to come back, I think that yeah. would be a ton of fun. That to sounds talk about. so. That sounds cool. But who wants to hear a survival story? It's a very we cool one. We need to do that. That would be fascinating to hear. That's. Cra I mean, just a mile and a half in that temperature. I mean, I know it's an inlet, but still, there's tides yeah. and currents, yes. and the sun setting. So, July in Alaska and killer whales. Dude, we, we let's later not forget out. about and that. grizzly oh. bears on the island where we swam to. So, <laughs> but, seaweed at the very end. But it was interesting how I do feel like Crazy. God or Heavenly Father, whatever you want to call him, I feel like he saved my life, definitely. I feel like he, through the Holy Ghost, was giving me instructions on what to do to save my life. And I just, big shout out to that. I, I'm very grateful for that. Wow. And Man, if there's... To, if there's one theme from all of this from you guys, it's just like how faith-based everything is, yeah. you know, like how everything has been. I followed the spirit. I followed uh -huh. my intuition, mm -hmm. you know, all this plan. It's just, that's what stands out uh -huh. talking to both of you guys is just how that has totally led all avenues of your guys' life. And I think that's so rad that not only you guys recognize it, but that you're willing to talk about it because I think a lot of people maybe don't want to or don't want to mix maybe spirituality with business and that kind of stuff. But I think that's pretty awesome. Well, it makes it very obvious that you're here for a reason, right? Like all this stuff yeah. is succeeding for a reason. And I mean, especially with kids, I mean, swimwear, you would never think swimwear like, yeah, but it's a big deal. Right. You know, yeah. and you've got to give credit where credit is due. I know that I couldn't have done any of this without him. Right. For so, sure. and I always, from the very beginning, told him that I would always give him credit. And I think that's something that you have to remember as things grow and you start seeing success to continue giving the credit where it's due. Yep. Anyway. Yeah. The second you forget, it goes away. Yep. Right. 
And so, I mean, and now your kids, I mean, cause the YouTube, I mean, just think of how many people you can touch through, I mean, just your social media and your YouTube alone. I mean, it's millions of people. So yeah. that's a big deal. Yeah. Very hopefully, cool. hopefully we can inspire people along the way. But so if you guys had like one message, like one parting message, what would that be for someone who's listening today? Like, what would you hope that someone takes away from this today? Kind of that's, put that's you on a, the spot. Yeah, that's a big question. <laughs> Don't listen to the Coast Guard. <laughs> we know that one. I, that's crazy I, that I, they would tell you to just, sorry. Yeah. I totally derailed your question, but it's crazy that they Squirrel. would just tell you to like. Well, that's that's just like the general guidelines yeah. that like I, in I the water? I'm seeing on their, on their website. Yeah. What weird. Yeah. <laughs> because swimming, it pumps blood to the, to the arms and legs uh, okay. and, and you cool faster. But, um. Uh, so back to, back right, sorry, to but, sorry, no, it's totally fine. <laughs> I just kind of want to highlight one thing that Michelle said, which was, uh, just, just don't function based on fear. Just follow your intuition. If you feel strongly about something and I think it does come back to faith, have faith that there is a higher power. Even if you need to refer to God as that believe that there's a higher power who's interested in your success and that they can be a guiding hand. And pray the first the first thing that popped in my head when you said that I was like, well, we didn't even talk about that, but well, a little bit we did in a roundabout way, but would be to start if you're looking to start something or looking to do better at whatever you're doing to start with prayer. Mm, yeah, just start there, and then from there you can be guided. That's so. awesome. We actually pray before we film YouTube videos with our kids. Yeah. Which is kind of funny because some We've of them seen get a difference. kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> we just have noticed. And if we start, you know, it keeps it the kids to from not fighting. Work out. We're like prayer. Yeah. It keeps me from getting too anxious. And yeah, just we get along so much better. Yeah. So What a great message. And I mean, along with your story, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be successful, but it's going to be a step in the right direction. Yeah. Right. Okay. So as long as you follow your intuition, you act, it doesn't necessarily guarantee success, but it guarantees that you're heading in the right direction. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. that's true. Well, very cool. You any other questions? No, I already derailed it enough. <laughs> ADD kicked in. I couldn't let go of that whole huddling in the water thing. It just didn't make sense to me. So thanks for clearing that up. Yeah. But no, we would love to have you back to talk more about that. That, that would, would be a lot of fun. What a crazy Cool. story but yeah very inspiring that's awesome thanks for coming you thanks guys. for coming thanks on, for having thank you so much appreciate it